You're listening to Toronto's number one real estate podcast, powered by Watson Estates. The most successful local real estate investing starts right here, right now. Here's your host, broker, investor, and social media influencer, Bradley we're Watson. We, of course, we're, we're a married couple, um, and we have the same why. I mean, we're doing this for, for, for the kids and, and all of that, so it just makes life so much easier. Hey, investors, Bradley here from Watson Estates, and you're listening to the largest, fastest growing podcast for Toronto real estate on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Yes, we love the Toronto real estate market. We love talking about what's going on, and you guys probably have a damn good picture at this point. But what's the point in having all of these conversations unless we're able to see and look behind the veil at investors and what they're able to accomplish with their own portfolios? Today, I'm super excited to have a conversation with Mel and Dave Dupuis. Together, they've been able to build a portfolio of over 30 buildings, 200 units, most of which was purchased in 2020. Yes, with COVID going on. Today, we have a wonderful conversation. They're doing no joint ventures, no port partnerships. Yes, they're using other people's money, but they're doing it with creative financing. These are things we talked about. We also discussed what it's like, though they're not having partnerships involved in their deals, they do have a partnership in each other. So we talk about what that dynamic looks like. And then we get into COVID. What has COVID done to their portfolio? And as we look forward, I also wanted to ask them for some insights on their best-selling Amazon book and a secret to share with our audience here today on how to be successful and grow a successful real estate portfolio. I know you're going to love this episode. Enjoy the show. Mel, Dave, thank you for coming on the show. How are you doing today? Hey, we're fantastic. How are you, Bradley? Very good. I'm thrilled. And from what I hear, you guys are going live as well on your own social platform. So I encourage everyone to check those out. Um, at a later date, you can jump in and see this from the, a different angle. And uh, I guess welcome to everyone who's tuning in on that side as well. So guys, if you could, I know you're big players in the real estate community, but I want to introduce you properly to our audience. Maybe tell us a little bit about your story. Hey, well, thank you so much, Bradley. So, yeah, thanks, Bradley. Um, Dave and I, we are full-time real estate investors here in Ontario, Canada, and we specialize in buying multifamily properties using none of our own money uh, without joint venture partners. And we now solely own over 200 apartments. We're well known uh, to have purchased 12 properties in less than 12 months. That was a couple of years ago. And uh, since then, once we discovered the, the power of creative financing, we, we haven't stopped. <laughs> Yeah, we're actually closing on an eightplex today. It's funny. So, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Keep so now you said going. you do or you don't use other people's money. Like how does that, I'm, I'm curious how that all works together in your deal structure. Yeah, we do. Like we try, well, we, we don't use any of our own money. So we do use OPM. Mm -hmm. uh, and basically we just use creative financing, seller financing to fund all the deals. Um, yeah, that's how we, that's how we, yeah, our creative finance, seller financing. We love using other people's RSPs and put that to work for them. Um, also, we've done a lot of promissory notes as well. Yeah. RSPs are great because you're just like you're describing, you end up with the, uh, with the equity there now. Okay. We're, we're definitely going to get deeper into those things. I'm going to get you guys talking more here, but I, I want to just quickly read a quote for everyone on your book, which we'll, you guys can talk a little bit about where we can, people can find that later. But just a quote for you guys, just to talk through to start the conversation. So this is what it says. In my years of teaching thousands of people how to succeed in real estate, I have learned two things. First, anyone is capable of achieving success. And second, no one who achieves success does it by his or herself. Melanie and Dave have removed the noise and the BS in this guide and become your companions on the journey to wealth. That is Michael Sarancini, CEO and founder of Key Spire Group. Okay, 
So let's start this conversation about partnerships, right? Because we don't have joint venture partners, but there is no doubt, even in the way that we're recording this podcast, that you guys have a partner in each other. And I'm curious, what does a partnership look like for you guys as you're venturing out in real estate? Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of one of the chapters in our book. Uh, I think it's we were, we were trying to talk about the lion. I think it's something even the king of the jungle can't do it alone, right? Um, so meaning, again, we we don't have actual partners in business, but Mel and I are, are partners in in our business and our real estate. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, what did uh, what did Bradley say again? Oh, the self-made millionaire. I just wanted to think. And I love when I heard this the first time about there is no such thing as a self-made millionaire because you have people that help you along, along the way, right? You have people that otherwise you wouldn't be where you are. So there's always someone helping you along the way. Yeah. And that was from the real Bradley dropping bombs here on his podcast, not too long ago. And, and he said that, and it's so true, right? At the end of the day, we are who we are today, but we didn't do it alone. We, although we don't have partners in the traditional sense that they are on title of the property. Um, you know, we, we have lots of people who has helped us get there, whether it's our team members, whether it's private lenders or owner finance and all of that as well. I love that. I love that. And, and so that's not get tripped up to everyone listening that a partnership just needs to be an equity partner. There's a ton of partners. And, I, and my understanding is you guys are mentoring uh, many investors. Your name, your name is quite wide and you're offering a ton of support. And, and I would assume you also have people that have supported you in your journey, maybe highlight a little bit about how that's helped you guys when you were first starting out. Yeah. And you know, to be honest, when I first started out, I was too stubborn to, to actually hire a mentor. And I was too cheap. (laughs) (laughs) And so we didn't at first. And, you know, these were, so any ended up, were we able to do it? Yes. But did it cost us tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands in mistakes? Literally, literally yes. Wow. And now fast forward years, I mean, now we're we're always investing in ourselves, um, whether whether it's investing or whether it's in uh, management or team management or whatever, TikTok, YouTube, you know, the different yeah. aspects of our business that we do because there's just so much value in connecting with the right people and and following their path instead of just trying to, to recreate it and just reduce the amount of mistakes. Yeah, I think we're up to over $150,000 yeah. now in our own like growth and mentorship, mentoring and things like that. And, and I wish Bradley, again, like I said, I was cheap and Mel was stubborn. I wish, <laughs> <laughs> right, if I would have told that Dave years ago, hey, you can either pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in mistakes or hundreds of thousands of dollars in yourself and propel yourself a lot faster. But hindsight's twenty twenty, right? No, absolutely. And I recently hired a coach. I'm not, I can't say I've crossed a hundred thousand in hiring coaches, but <laughs> I totally see what you guys are saying. And I agree. And though I, myself, I do some one-on-one coaching, but I don't, I'm not a coaching program. I stand behind everything you guys just said. I think that's fantastic. One of the things that I find extremely interesting is I don't even know if I've had anyone with two people with me on the show at one time. So oh, clearly you guys that's are awesome. a power couple, right? So tell me, do you, and why do you and why do you not? Because I know that I don't want to go instantly to this is the greatest thing ever. What are some of the challenges maybe you face as working as a couple? And what do you enjoy about it? Yeah. And first off, thanks for having both of us. Sometimes people will will have a podcast and they say, I'm, I'm sorry, there's only one person. And we're saying, well, it's Investor Mel and Dave, not Investor Mel, not Investor Dave. So anyway, thanks for having both of us. Dave on. just says that because he gets jealous if I get asked and he doesn't. So, so <laughs> <laughs> But some people say my studio can only have one person. Yes. Well, anyway, so yeah, thank you for that. 
but uh, yeah, no. How, what do you think about working as a couple? You know, the there's there's uh, the nice thing about it. I think I was in a, an environment before where I didn't get to choose who I worked with, um, and I found that difficult because I didn't necessarily fit in. I I wasn't the gossip kind, and uh, you know, and I did feel left out. And compared to when you work with your spouse, I mean, Dave and I were we're best friends. We of course, we're, we're a married couple um, and we have the same why. I mean, we're doing this for, for, for the kids and, and all of that. So it just makes life so much easier. Um, we even share an office. So we're, I mean, we're really literally always together. Now, that doesn't mean that, of course, do we bicker? <laughs> do we, of course, we do. We're a couple and, and every couple does. So we're human as well. Um, but I, but we're, what we got very good at is getting over it quickly so we'll kind of you know we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth but we're not going to be mad at each other for hours because we just don't have time when it's when we're at home it's family time when we're at work it's it's business time and and let's get over it and let's keep focusing on our why yeah so so would you recommend that for more than half of the people or generally not from yeah. all the people you've coached you know what some of the people we've coached, we see it where they're kind of like us and, and it, it's a perfect alignment where they should. And some people, it's just completely opposite. Uh, and even our team members here in our office, sometimes they'll, they'll bring in, if it's the weekend and they have to stop in and they're like, oh, I showed my wife or I showed my husband your office because there's a big window they can see in, a, a window wall. And they're like, I can't believe how close they sit to each other all day. We would kill each other. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so maybe it's not a good fit for, for everyone. everyone. At least for you sure. have different microphones. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cheesy if we're sharing the one mic. Yeah, we do awesome. have uh, some limits, yeah. I, I would not be able to function if my wife and I were at the same table. In fact, the way we've invested is I, I often look at it as I'm the gas pedal and my wife is the brake pedal. And so we wouldn't be going very far if we were both grinding heads all the time. So I kudos to you guys. I love, I love the setup. So yeah, I want to start talking about the market because you guys are clearly successful in, in the ventures that you've done. And um, I'd love to talk a little bit about where, what the market in your eyes looks like today, given COVID, which it seems like we're in this for still the long haul. What markets are you currently investing in and, and what, are, what has that kind of created for you guys in your investments? Yeah, and, and we're located in North Bay, Ontario specifically. Um, and, and I mean, it's a great place to, to invest. The, the cap rates, the numbers, the ratios make sense. So we've, and we've established our entire property management team uh, so we can be hands off and focus on, on growth. Um, so it makes sense for us. It makes it, of course, easier because we do have our entire team here. Um, so we've been investing here and uh, COVID did not slow us down whatsoever no. in, in 2020. So last year we purchased 119 apartments um, during that time. So when a lot of people were holding off in, in fear, um, we decided to, hey, there's so much opportunity. We saw we found a lot of opportunities, whether it was seller financing or people with RSPs or or money that they wanted to invest in real estate, but not necessarily be doing what we're doing, right? Finding deals and 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 doing all that piece of it, um, and make it a win-win. Yeah, no, I agree. COVID hasn't stopped us at all, um, and it's created a different, like Mel said, people that used to be stock market people or had their RSPs with a broker with uh, with those big companies. Now they're coming to us and, and investing them. The building we're in was purchased with RSPs, so it's just it's it's different, but it's still buying real estate. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. 
And so anyone who's listening to, maybe you love the North Bay market. I know I love the North Bay market. I think there's a tremendous opportunity ahead for you guys. You guys are going to do really well in the next few years. That doesn't mean just because you're not on an equity position, you can't invest with these guys. So I would encourage anyone, if you're looking at the North Bay market, these are the guys you want to talk to. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. And I couldn't agree more. Like what better time than ever to get out of your RSPs in the stock market? You know, there's a lot of instability, a lot of question marks, especially in the, the last year we've come through. So no doubt they've outperformed in the North Bay market. So, and how has it changed maybe the way that you find the way that you manage some of the properties that you currently have, or that you're, as you've grown, you've clearly grown. I'm sure you've had a strategy for tackling that. Yeah, no, it's always, well, we just added 119 units, right. In a short period of time last year. So we doubled our portfolio. So obviously coming up with processes and, and, with COVID even on top of it. So property management has been, it's taken a big chunk of our time uh, just trying to get our, you know, get our our feet back on the ground type thing. Uh, But it's just, what was I going to say? Even buying buildings and all that, like some of the buildings we we've now purchased with COVID, even if it's in our city, Mel and I still have not actually stepped foot in them. Uh, Just virtual tours, you know, we'll have a staff member, the team member go and and they did the walkthrough. So the maintenance people would walk through, they would do their inspection and kind of a Facebook live or uh, uh, what do you call FaceTime at the same time and recording it. So it's just pivoting with the time. So, but again, still buying real estate, nothing's really changed in that sense. Yeah, no, I can see that. And um, awesome. Love it. Okay. So your book, we're going to talk a little bit about your book. So your book is called real estate investing secret book, or that's the book is real estate investing secrets or secret. (laughs) Um, Would love for you to share with us one of those secrets today and um, really kind of plug the book. Tell us what people could expect from it. I saw it was online. I saw it was a number one Amazon bestseller. Would love for you guys to, to tell us a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to look at the chapters yeah, here to see which one let, we have. And I'll let you do that. And you can kind of talk about one of the chapters. And really, I think it was a backstory behind it. We were very secretive. Like when we purchased 12 properties in 12 months, we were not telling anyone how we were doing it using none of our money, no JVs. We wanted to, we literally thought, let's keep this a secret. Mm. And then in 2018, we're actually on our way to a real estate investing conference in Toronto, and we got in a, in a horrific car crash. Um, it was caused by a transport driver who was charged because he was driving carelessly. He hit our vehicle, and we literally flipped across the highway four times. We landed upside down. We literally almost died, um, but we did survive the crash, and it was a mindset, a completely shift in our in our yeah. entire mindset I, I mean three kids at home so thinking about them they weren't with us thankfully um and then we thought like wow this nothing nothing that we've created is documented anywhere if we would have died nobody would know like what a shame and then we decided wow. why don't we you know we need to do something else like let's leave a legacy behind so that same weekend without luggage or anything we still went to the investing conference um we decided to write a book and and it was just it was a book to, and just enough to get you get you started to, to i wanted to show not only my 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 kids when they're older have this documented but also other people that anybody can do this anybody can buy real estate it's doable and all that and that was kind of the, the reason behind the whole book and the mentorship as well wow yeah, and sure. I've got it here. Oh. Was that yeah, <laughs> Dave? <laughs> yeah, no, I just I just opened it up and I I wanted to let's do chapter five, uh, tenants, and this is something the the ninety and and there's the book everyone I'm not making it up that I'm looking at it but yeah the ninety seven percent rule with tenants because I find there's such a a, a negative. 
uh, connotation toilets and tenants, right? And people just think it's all about pl- plunging toilets. Like, I don't know where that comes and from. And when I met you, like we both had a passion for real estate and you, I had two, you had one, you really wanted to do this as well. Yeah. But that tenant piece I was is a what kept, for me. Yeah, it was, was a barrier. Like what what if we get a bad tenant? What what happened? So, right. Yeah, yeah so that's so Yeah, I agree. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the 97% rule, just that 97% uh, of the tenants we've ever had and, and continue to have are good, are good people that pay, they're respectful of the apartment, they're, they're, they treat it as if it's their own, they respect their, their neighbors as well, they respect your property. So again, 97% is awesome. However, there is that 3% uh, that you will unfortunately have an issue with, but that the, the vast majority, the, the lion's share of all the tenant situations you're going to have, you're going to be dealing with good people. And I just wanted to, again, because it was kind of nipping my own fear in the, in the, you know, what it was just don't let that tenant piece stop you because it's, you know, whatever you hear, it's not all bad tenants and toilets and yeah. midnight calls. And that happens actually very rarely. Yeah. So it was kind of, don't listen to that stuff. Yeah. Don't <laughs> listen to the naysayers who are going to say that, but are just hearing from other people, not people who actually have a lot of properties. Cause I mean, I can't remember if we've ever had a midnight call about plunging toilets. <laughs> and if we did, I'd call a plumber. Solved. Exactly. Done. It's not, yeah, done. I, I do think though there, there is a level of discretion, right? Like it, it, it takes a certain type of person to be successful in real estate, but just like you guys would know, and like we know, like having, having kids, good things in life don't necessarily come easy. They come with their own challenges, but the question is, is it worth it? And I know you guys had on your website, I saw you had an award for 2020 top three apartments for rent in North Bay. Yes. No wonder you have such good tenants. Oh, well, thank you. No, and we do. All our places are legal with the city. We, we, we continue to, although we're not hands-on, of course, um, we know we want to provide safe place with them that that's safe and that's legal with the city as well. And you know, that we're well-maintained and all that too. So thank you. Now, I know this book is geared towards people who are just starting out, um, whether they're doing it through joint ventures or regardless, Tell me why you guys can sincerely believe that anybody can do this. Like, what is it that has you so convinced? Yeah, absolutely. And again, and I like that you said that we wrote the book. We were writing it for ourselves. If we were to start over again, we wish we would have found this book. And it's kind of that 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 push off the fence as well to, to get started uh, and to not make excuses. We're trying to get rid of those excuses. And the reason why anyone can do it is because Mel and I were nothing special, right? Uh, like I'm, I know you're a realtor, Bradley. I'm not even a realtor. I, I'm not a mortgage agent. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an accountant. I don't have any letters after my name. I used to be a, a professional firefighter. I have a nine month certificate. <laughs> you know, that's my education. Uh, but yet now I own over 200 apartments yeah. uh, and, and don't have a, a job where we're self-employed. So, and Mel worked at the college. Mel has letters after her name, but, <laughs> but it was the D student and the A student. So literally anyone can do it. Uh, I wasn't a big school person and, and Mel was that excelled in school. So we're, we're the spectrum where you can do it, right? Whether you have those letters after your name or you're a blue collar worker, it doesn't matter as long as you understand the concept. I call it the game. As long as you understand the game, um, because once you get it, you just gotta, you gotta play the game and, and, and do it right. So anyone can do it. We're nothing special basically. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really do appreciate you guys taking time to put pen to paper on, on this book and sharing your secrets. And the beautiful thing about giving is that it comes back and clearly you've seen your portfolios almost doubled during the, the heart, like right in the middle of COVID. So 
Um, thank you for doing that. And um, I think this is great. I think people have a ton to learn, regardless of how they invest in real estate. There's many, many ways. If tenants and toilets freak you out, that doesn't mean you can't invest. And that, that's the truth too. So um, is there anything, I, I want to leave a platform for you guys for where our listeners can find you if they have any questions. Maybe they want to find your book, you can share that. But also where they can kind of follow your journey, right? You guys are doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, and thank you. And we really truly are on all social media platforms. We're on YouTube, uh, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and our username is always Investor Mel and Dave. Um, and uh, and and I'll say what. Speaking of giving, if anyone's listening to your show and they DM us or they leave them a comment, um, I'll give them a free copy of uh, of our ebook. So if yeah. anyone reaches out, just say uh, Bradley in it, and I'll uh, I'll make sure to give a free copy as well. Cool. Awesome. Mel, right. Dave, thank you for taking the time to join us today. It's been uh, my pleasure. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Thanks, Bradley. Take care.